See this? This is my boomstick. Damn it, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. He's so horny. It's funny how. Are you funny like I'm a clown? I amuse you? Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh? I'm here to fucking amuse you? What do you oh, mean, no, funny? No, no, yes. Let's just pray I have the energy to get myself this another beer. This town needs an enema. My mom always said... Life was like a box of chocolates. I never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Okay, so I decided to start the show myself. Uh, Mao is out of the room, and Promi is also out of the room, and Mao basically dared us to start the show. So I clicked on the start button, and here we are. So this is show 106, hopefully, unless I'm recording over something I shouldn't be. And here comes Promi, and I'm sitting in the driver's seat, which is a surprise. Usually it's Mao sitting in the driver's seat. But Mao's not in the room. No, he's not in the room. Well, you you are, but... Which is good because I I have nothing I have nothing really to say right now. Neither do I. I'm playing with my iPod. <laughs> yeah, nice. That makes uh, two iPods in the BOD family. Well, well actually, iPod Touch, I should say. Yeah, I'm not getting any audio here. You're not. Well, my headphones must not be plugged in. See, or something. I'm just hoping that eventually we'll be able to go back and fix what I'm doing now because. Hey, here's Mal. Yeah. Hot damn. <laughs> Now we can my actually gosh, get something back. accomplished. <laughs> hello. Time to play musical chairs. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, and I was the only one here, and then Promi came along, and now we're back. Yeah, I'm not hearing oh. any audio. Man. Hang on. I wonder why not. Are you hearing any of yours? Can you talk to the mic? Make sure you don't erase hey, any of this, because that's no. a good three minutes uh, that we won't have to yeah. wow. do. <laughs> Hold on. That's hello. not right at all. Hello. Hold on, folks. You know, I, I have to laugh, though, because I'm looking at the time. It's not anywhere near three minutes. It's it's what? What is that? Two? When I said it, it was like 2.20. Meanwhile, there's a good minute of uh, the opening, so we're talking about a minute that I spoke. Well, thought it was a whole show. Still, I'm not one that's going to throw that away. Well, I appreciate <laughs> beautiful that. content. And Who are you? I'm Mao, and we have... Pro-me. And we have... Man with no name. All right. And we're here on a Saturday afternoon... And uh, we're getting this show going. So, if we can kick we that out in. of Promi's hand, because uh, yeah, he's playing with it's that damn never going to end. I'm, I'm paying attention. He has a new toy, everyone. It's Actually, like it's a used toy. A new, new to him, it's used a, toy. It's like, what is it? If you haven't owned one before, it's <laughs> new to you. This is the Italian Spider-Man we're about to watch here, Mal. <laughs> Italian Spider-Man. Just, yeah, you know, oh my God. I have to banish it from the studio, because... That Spider-Man, it looks more like Mr. Incredible. Well, this is the opening scene. Yeah. Oh. Spider-Man. So in this one, side. Spider-Man washes up on a beach. That's a person. Oh, my God. It's horrendous. It's like Weird Al crossed with uh, 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 Ron Jeremy in a red, in a red sweatshirt. You know what? A guy at uh, a wow. guy on Rotten Tomatoes has that as his avatar. Oh, yeah. That guy, yeah. I didn't know what it was. I figured it was something from that... Um, What's the Jack Black where he's a wrestler? Uh, Nacho. Yeah, Nacho Libre. I thought it was that. Nacho Good Movie. Yeah. Not so good movie. movie. I didn't watch it yet because, well, yeah. It was like they set out to make a bad movie, but they (laughs) 
but but the results exceeded, exceeded their far exceeded their expectations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're back. Yes, we're back. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for bearing through that. Anyway, what do we got going on tonight? Well, we've got Promi's uh, jury duty story. Yes, that that you know it. what? Promi is the death of the freaking uh, topic phone. You know what I mean? Like I know <laughs> he comes in with these stories, and I, it just I don't think I actually, I'm no, doing I've enough. Send stuff to the topic. Yes, not, you have. No, I'm not doing enough for this show that I can walls in with like shenanigans, like that bump the show, like the phone, like you have consistently knocked the topic phone down, and I'm like. I'm not doing enough with my life. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I have to well, think what? that I have to think that people just don't know how to talk about stuff that happens to them or something. Because I was thinking about this. Yeah, I was he thinking breaks about his new toy. He's gonna cry. Oh, big time! <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday when uh, one big as, as I was in the I was doing my jury thing and thinking about how I was going to talk about this on the he show. And I'm thinking, like on the show going, damn, I wish I had one of those new toys or the touch screen Actually, thing. they had Wi-Fi access in there. I oh. didn't use this while I was waiting my two and a half hours before I found out. But Moving Excuse on. Excuse me, Judge. Um, <laughs> can I take some notes? Because yeah. I'm going to be telling this story tomorrow. <laughs> Excuse me, do you have a plug-in for my new toy? Because I don't... It's dying and my I My new toy, it's an iPod Touch. An it's iPod a, Touch. And it's a used iPod Touch. I got, it, I got it off of Blondie. If you Blondie. haven't owned one before, it's, it's new, new to you. you. Yes, I got it off of Blondie, who uh, upgraded to an iPhone. Nice. Mm. And she's now, trying to convince me to is, go for the phone. Now, I always drop off the IE, but is Blonde, is she like a, a, a show character? She could be. Okay, Blonde. So anyway. Well, <laughs> let's call her, well no, let's call her Blondie. Really? Yeah. She'll, she'd be okay with that. Okay, cool. Blondie, and she's not. Blondie, she doesn't listen fine. anyway. So. Exactly. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm the only. What'll happen is she'll. she'll this will be the episode she listens to. I'll, she'll hear me. I hate you, bro. Yeah, yeah it, it'll be. It'll all be on me. So hey, don't worry I, about it. Even 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 if she doesn't hear this episode, it'll still be on me. So it's cool. It's all right. Even awesome. though you two know her, I'll be the one she hates for it. So it's okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Quick question. This um this this thing I bought for yeah. the uh, portable that cigarette uh, now cigarette does this holder? have um why that, are you asking this on the air killing time <laughs> this has like I, a, a a plug for a, I don't need that right you shouldn't no that's okay. a, that's like an eternal if I have, what are you doing power source but <laughs> no wasting my life least bit interesting <laughs> everyone has no idea and I actually had talking. something to ask now I forgot. Balls. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh, I know what it was. Gentle well, listener, ask... let me tell you. Oh, hell's <laughs> no, no, bells. No, 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 I'm just. It's kidding. one of those nights. That's what my aunt used to say. Hell's bells and little fish. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Made no sense, but it made me laugh. Doesn't matter. So, when was the last time you listened to one of our shows, Mal? Nah, never. Oh, yes, you have. It's been a long time, though, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been a long time since I lo- listened I, to. Why? We lost two of our listeners. <laughs> us. I, I wow, to, none of us listen to this I thing anymore. I used to spot check it when people said, it makes my ears bleed, or you guys aren't really that funny. And then after like that stopped, I stopped listening. Because yeah, I, I was there during the taping, so. <laughs> yeah. no, you don't used to listen to it, though. You know what I, well, things changed. Like, now well, I can't. Yeah, I know you can't. I, um, I still yeah. Yeah. No, no, I can. used to, um. Now I spot check it though. Like when I upload it, uh-huh. I still do like drag the bar across a couple times to make sure we're not making people's eyes bleed mm. from the volume or making sure like somebody's mic. The volume or the volume? Volume. I thought you said volume at probably first. Did. Oh. I don't yeah, worry. gentle listeners. I'm anyway, flurry. go ahead. Tommy, put that toy down. <laughs> I made yeah, him I jump. Know. So you also went to Halloween Horror Nights. 
Yes. And we right. went to Halloween Horror Nights last week. Yes. Which is why we weren't in our usual time slot. That's yeah. well, we got well, preempted. We, well, no, last Don't week there was a show. It doesn't matter. We didn't say when it was. We just... Okay, well, I was going to say, there was a show last week. Yes, there was. It just wasn't done then. <laughs> Work with us. Yeah. And put you know. that thing down now. It was great, though. We were we went to Halloween Horror Nights. We were behind. I have a go. I'm going to go. I have a wooden ruler like a nun would use. I'm going to go get listen, that. I'm listening. I'm still paying attention. Yeah, we'll see who's paying attention when I start slapping man you with, with a wooden no ruler. Na- listen, man with no name is talking, and you've interrupted him like three times now. That's to because tell me he's not gentle to do listening. To tell me not to do something that's not interrupting, and I'm paying attention. Okay. So. I'll tell you what. At a music break, I'm going to go out have and relax a little bit and get my wooden ruler and then uh, slap you like a nun would. So anyway, man with no name, you were There's saying... There's enough stuff in here where you can slap him with something in here. You don't have to leave. I will hit you with my, my a new sword. sword. Yeah. A sword that's Thanks 80 that. pounds. Thanks for that, man with over. no name. Uh, hey, what do no we got to... Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to get the chucks down. <laughs> oh, okay. hell. Let's not arm each other. I'm going to get the chucks and the things with the blades on I, I give... Oh, I give uh, commas. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, I give. So we went to Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> Pick up. Go. Let's let's roll with this show. We'll, we'll try and. We're ten minutes in. Let's go ahead and start talking about some content. <laughs> See now, now, anytime I've told this, you're going to have to help me with this for me. Anytime I've told this story, it just it's one of those things where you really had to be there. The old couple in. Oh. However, I'll, we we'll do our best. Oh wait a minute, I, that wasn't quite my French. <laughs> they, were, they were an old French. I gotta couple. work on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, anyway, nice. moving on. That was sad. Sorry. I know. <laughs> anyway. I haven't had anything to drink tonight either. I know. I am kind of high on Advil, I'm, though. So. I'm not apologizing to the French, so just go. Oh, no reason. Yeah. Why anyway, so uh, we go into one of these haunted houses, and there's an older couple in front of us, like 60, 60s, would you say? Yeah. 60s. And Man With No Name was absolutely giddy. Yeah, I was. That's a, that's not an exaggeration. He actually turned around to the I little skipped. girl thing where he puts his teeth, his, his you know knuckles up to his mouth and kind of <laughs> bowed his knees a little, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a little Sailor Moon and, character, and skipped in behind them. Cause it, was, <laughs> it was just great. I because last year we had a, an well, older couple in front of us, great. and she was she was just terrified. And of course, needless to say, I screamed at the top of my lungs thirty two times, <laughs> and the the poor woman nearly died. And then the but funny it was part great. is at the very very end, as the we're coming up to the exit, Red, who was with us, yep. lets out this blood curdling scream. And the thing is, said, this is Red scream. And this was a, and this was the exit, as in like there were floodlights on us. It was bright. There was you're safe. They were like yeah, they were like yeah, fifteen exactly. feet. She was like surrounded by nothing for fifteen feet. There were walls in the distance, yeah. but yeah, little children beckoning her. You know, all is well. In the <laughs> Red lets out this blood curdling cry from behind her, and I swear I thought they were gonna have to call an ambulance. Do you mean from Red and I laughing so hard, well, or no, from I the old from woman? What, I mean from what happened when <laughs> she Red ran. Did. The old woman ran a couple of feet. So this was... year, when there was this older couple in front of us, I was ready. And of course, I did the scream and stuff. And she jumped a couple of times, but nothing major. And I'm in the lead of our group of five, and directly behind them. And all of a sudden, that you know, it's kind of dark, and they take this turn to the left, and I'm thinking. That's an awfully narrow hallway there. To funnel people yeah. through. Like, yeah, I just couldn't picture it. <laughs> but, you know, they're going in there, and I start to follow them, and then notice that there's, you know, the, the red exit sign pointing to where they're going. I'm like, 
They're going in the exit. <laughs> I look I look down this pitch black little hallway and can just barely see them disappearing into the darkness. <laughs> They're like, We heard about you last year, young man. <laughs> I just yelled, Wrong way And and that was it. That's all it took because Red was behind me this year and she was doubled over because the old people turned into the exit. Then the next thing you know and then, and then okay, I'm in the back of our group so there were Five of us? There were five, yeah. yeah. And I was number five, so I, w- I didn't witness any of this. Because basically, Hello Screams Haunted House is nothing but banging and screaming. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the sound effect for the entire time you're in there, is people banging things loudly and screaming at you. That's pretty much all you can hear. Most that's of all the they time. can do legally, right? Well, I mean, no, they can't, like... no I, I, t- I have to say, that's one of the things that is a little bit better about Halloween Horror Nights, is they do put a little in, more... At Universal. Yeah, yeah, they do put uh, a little more effort into the theming and the... Universal has some ducats. And you know, they, can, yeah. they can throw the money, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but Hollow Scream's still fun, and it's a hell of a lot closer, and it's cheaper, and, you know, yeah. and we have roller coasters that don't close at 11 p.m. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, it's because you know, it's because Islands of Adventure was built in a, next to a neighborhood, so they've got zoning ordinances. Uh, they can't run that stuff after a certain time of night. Uh, anyway, anyway, so uh, I'm coming up in line. Yeah, like a little detour everybody needed to hear. Wait a minute. But, Bush uh, Gardens isn't like the middle of everything. Well, yeah, they're in the middle video, of a crack they, town, Tampa, uh, so it doesn't matter. See, Bush <laughs> Those Garden. people don't pay enough taxes to warrant sound well, ordinance. Well, also, sound? Bush Gardens was first. When that, when that was well, first true. there, that entire area was nothing but industrial. If you live here, you're going to know what you're getting yourself into. And anyway. they do have the parking lot buffering from the park, you know, oh, where all true. the oh, residential is. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, though, so, uh, so I come up. You a fountain of information, my friend. I frighten you. <laughs> I'm, like I'm, I'm like the, um, you know what, I'm like the, uh, the Ponce the de Leon fountain. Information. <laughs> yeah, where uh, it's a fountain of information, but it smells you like rotten. You are my link. If it I have smells to call, like rotten eggs, though. If, if I ever my, have to call fountain. during, like, a, a, a situation, I'm calling you. You're going to be my lifeline. You'll be like. You'll be like, oh, I don't know this, oh, but I know who uh, else. Oh, okay. Beep, boop, boop, beep. Promi? What the hell's the name of Madagascar's, like, mascot? And you'll be like, oh, that's the woodchuck. And they'll be like, oh, woodchuck. And then I'll win. Well, anyway, so you, moving you said on. You you're my link. I was going to say, and you're my Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Now, what's, no, what what's the official thing? No. no. The, the link of my... I'm the weakest link. I have to call million you're thinking, dollars. No, you're thinking of who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, what's that name? Lifeline. 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 said that already. Oh, sorry, guys. Okay. Gentle listener. Anyway, please. (laughs) So, uh. Exactly. So I'm coming up. Where there's old people. And, you know, these people, you know, the characters and stuff jump out at you. And I'm thinking that, uh, you know, one of them's coming out at me, but they're coming out kind of slow. And I'm thinking, yeah, they don't crawl out at you normally in these haunted houses. (laughs) 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 Boo! If you're a zombie, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Kick them back. (laughs) And I realize it's it's these two old people that were were way in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) They're now coming out of the wall. like, uh, (laughs) like, poopies, let me in line. And they're like, no, go ahead, we'll get it behind you. And then there's a a couple behind behind me, and they're like, no, just go ahead. We'll and and now their name is going, no, no, you let them in front of me where well, they we were. We wanted to pull over so they could all co- so they could come back. Of course, you're like, no, you let them right in front you of me where they were. And I have no idea what the hell's going on, so they just come in back behind us, and we get through the haunted house, and we get out, 
a man with no name and red have like bolted out the front and they're both doubled over laughing like crazy and they're like oh we can't leave yet we can't leave yet we gotta see what happens we gotta see him come out it was like 60 seconds before they finally came out yeah there was like I, I came out the couple behind me came out and then there was this long pause <laughs> we people, made it people with like brooms shoving them out get out of here there's no safety in here this isn't sanctuary that's awesome you guys, did you guys have a good time? Had a yeah. great time. That's awesome. That's all. You too. never want to come to that. You it was dead, no pun intended, but nah. the park was like so incredibly slow. Shikra, when we got there, the only line for the entire ride was for the front row, and that was like one car length's worth. Yeah. yeah. As the other cars were coming back into the station, they were coming back empty with nobody but the front seats. Shikra, that's the one that drops yeah, straight yeah. down. The, that's the, the, the newest the one, the most draw. popular one, the one that has like an hour plus wait normally. Wow. It was great. Well, yeah. we went to the back of the park first. But I don't I don't think that would have really mattered that I much don't that think night. So because, either. because when I went last night, it seemed like it was slow until, you know. See, yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I, what I've learned from uh, Promi, and now I incorporate it, like Disney, you have to have your game on. Like you have oh, to have yeah. like your game plan, like I'm going to run here, get this ticket, if there's three-fourths of a line, I'll do that, then I'll go back with my hot, my fast pass have have and do this and that and the other thing. Like, I you used to just like, wander in there going, and you end yeah. up, what you end up doing is spending most of your day walking from one end of the park mm-hmm. back to the mm-hmm. other, going, in oh, line. that line's too long. I'm not going to wait for that. And then you end you up doing what? all the lame I crap. never did that. I always, I always waited in line because I'm like, if you don't wait in line, you spend $180 well, you need to talk with, to Sally the Beer Witch because she missed out on uh, freaking, Toy Story uh, Mania because she wouldn't wait in line. Yeah, well, you know. But, like, you, you go in there and you, like, you end up going to two rides because you're not going to wait in line for uh-huh. X amount of hours. Like, well, you have to. Like, right, else, that's the whole deal. you're not going to do anything worth doing. Exactly. Oh, look, hey, we can watch Robin Williams panning this in front of the camera again. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> or whatever the hell they have, but. So that well, that's cool that you got to see some rides and stuff. Yeah. And watching, there there was one part where there was a guy on. How would you describe it? Almost like a human slingshot. Uh huh. Okay, like where you would put the rock. It was the guy attached to the giant rubber bands. Yes. And he was back in the bushes. And he when comes, like a and few feet dressed, back in the bushes, dressed in a ghillie suit, you know that that makes him look like he blends in with the shrubs. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. there was smoke out on the walkway to kind of so that you're walking into smoke. You don't exactly know what's happening. Right. And this guy would fly out at people. Oh, and the beauty I, of it, the beauty of it though, is is that again. You you feel like you're safe because you're like four or five feet away from any dark spots, yeah, but it's okay yeah. because he can jump yeah, exactly. four or five feet directly <laughs> out. Awesome. And then it, so it's like he hops out, and then he, before you even realize exactly what you just saw, he's already back, and he's like right in your face, and he then goes, gone. God, he was we sat out. down and watched for what about exactly. ten minutes? Yeah, man with no name. It, <laughs> it, it, happened, it happened in front of us, and man, man, man with no name's like we're taking a seat. Yeah, yeah. you have to like, watch that back. We're sitting on the plane or watching. That's so cool. That's the part of the whole thing I love. Watching, watching the, the other people. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Because that's, that's crazy. well worth it. I texted him last night. I'm like, this is the official teenage <laughs> scream girl night. You know, oh, teenage girl so screaming funny. night. You should be. I we wish you were here. <laughs> last night, you know, it was a Thursday night, but Pinellas and Pasco County schools were shut down or were closed today. And mm-hmm. there was some kind of a fundraiser thing they were doing with the school system. So they were busy Lots as hell. Young. 
very scarable people. I like, had one holding yep. on to me entirely through one haunted house. It was the funniest thing because we get it. I get in the haunted house, and now you're charged person, with rape. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she. I don't know how old she really was. But, I'm just screwing around. No, no, no. But uh, very like, first time something jumps out, suddenly these hands grab around my side, <laughs> and I'm like, "You're an adult. Save me!" And I'm thinking, "No, she, 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 she had to have been like 16 or 17. She wasn't that young." To be that matter, to be, no, yeah. I'm just saying, no, I mean to be that desperate as far as the you're an adult save me. Yeah, thing. no, well, hey. And I'm thinking, like, the first time, when it, when it, when she first did it, I thought, okay, that's just natural reaction, you know, something jumped out, it scared you, and you, but then she didn't let go. <laughs> you're like, are we dating? <laughs> yeah, uh, Promi's like, are we, are we and, uh, dating now? And she wasn't part of your group, you know, no. and, and uh, we get a little further, and I'm thinking, she might have me confused with somebody. You know, like, it's dark. Maybe there was somebody else. Be- maybe there was someone in front of her that's not in front of her. So I kind of try to turn around, like, let her see who she's grabbing. And she still doesn't let go. And I hear this girl behind her going, I can't see. I can't see anything. And she's like, just follow the back of my head. Just look at the back of my head. Just follow the back of my head. And the other the one, I can't see. And the one behind her is screaming, I want to get out of here. She goes, we can't move because they're not moving up ahead. I'm thinking... Oh, she's actually trying to coax me forward. She's not holding on to me. So I start to walk faster, and her arms slip off from around the sides, and suddenly I feel this tug on the back of... She's grabbed the back of my shirt. I'm like, she's not letting me go. You say, no, you start trying to go and you grab me! Feel my head! Ah! That's what you should have done. So I stop, and, and she gets scream. back up, and the hands both go back up around. And it was like, it was the weirdest thing. You're like... I think I'm married now. You come on, you're like, there's like a reverend going, yep, yep, you're married. I don't care how old you are. This is Florida. I mean, it don't care. 14, married, done. It was incredibly bizarre, though. <laughs> what happened when you got out? So we get out, and I'm like, okay, well, I want to see who this was, first of all. And I'm thinking there's going to be some kind of an awkward exchange here where I get an apology or a... <laughs> Some kind of a strange look or nope. something. Rose. Nope. I don't know. You're dealing with high school kids. There's none of that. But we get out, it's like, <laughs> I'm waiting to see, like, she's going to be embarrassed because of this or something. Nope. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, nothing, nothing happened. And I was like, Wow. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that that would have been uh, great to turn around and just scream. <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling the people I was with that, and one of them was like, I turned around, and I thought I saw someone holding on to you at one point, but... Like, <laughs> at that point, you wish you had that... arms around you. You wish like, you had that rubber oh. mask, and you'd put the clown mask oh, on, and just, just whip around and go, blah! <laughs> and just screaming, and people like would just duck for death. Nice. I, my throat hurt when I got home. Well, you do a lot of screaming, like the, the, do the it, screaming and the screeching. Yeah, for Ugh. he's not screaming because he's scared. He's doing oh, it God, to no. scare others. Yeah, like, yeah that's... I noticed this, and because it happened this time too, and it happened last time, is that nobody jumps out at me in any of the haunted houses ever. To, well, that's because you don't look you, the type to scare. Scareable, they go for the young like, girls. Well, I know, yeah, but I mean, they like, and okay. the. Early 20 black guys. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. But we're going to pick up with that after our music break. Oh, that was awesome. I felt, so uh, ra- okay. I felt so racist bringing that up before we went to the house. Oh, no. no, no. Hey, it's a fact. <laughs> this is not racist. It's just pure Hang fact. Hang on, oh, listeners. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> and, and we have... Petty Buka. Buka. Chill us out Petty. and let us remember the happier times in life. Oh, I get it. Petty Boo. Kuka. Yeah, that thing. I got a bad feeling about this. 
Oh my gosh, and we're back. Now we're back. Thank you very much, Petty Buka. I haven't, you know what, there's so much more to their library that we have access to, but I haven't, I'm too lazy to ingest it, but I should. So you have something more it's than... the same songs for two years. <laughs> I know. A year and a half. I suck so bad. I have like four of their albums, uh, CDs, whatever, you know, and uh, and I just, I, if, I, if I ever rip them and put them into our little thing that says radio show music, then I'll use those. So I should do that, but I yeah, don't. why not? Meanwhile, back at Bush Gardens. Yes. And so, there you go. we go into one of the haunted houses, or we're, we're in line, and there's these two two black guys, about early 20s, I'd say. Okay, yeah, like wait, be 19, before we start this, is, yes. that, is that the, like, what is the current term? You mean like African American? Yeah, I like don't know. I don't know either. Like I don't even mean disrespect ever. ever whenever I say it, but dark I mean, colored gentlemen from African descent. <laughs> no, that's not it. So there were these two young black guys in front of us. <laughs> okay, and again, so and again, we're not being racist here. Yeah, well, but <laughs> dude, I can't keep up. I mean, uh, but they they had not quite. They didn't have the gangsta look. It was more like hip hop look. Yeah, 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 baggy, yeah, yeah, yeah. baggy, the the hat, the sideways, kind of a gold chain, you know, a silver big. Big thick silver chain around one of them. Tall their guys too. Yeah, six. I don't know, six three maybe. So they're they tall. Didn't, they didn't look thuggish. They were no. kind of clean cut basketball looking guys. players. Then. Probably. Okay. Yeah, that's probably sounds like right. High school basketball players are certainly certainly two guys that could handle themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. You you would think. think. <laughs> so and I see them, and I'm like, yeah. oh, they're not. They're no teenage girls in front of you, man, with no name, but just as good. Yeah, he says <laughs> you got gold. And I'm like, and then I immediately after I say it, I'm like. I'm not. Wait a minute. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> I immediately start to feel bad about what I just said. No, no. But my, my personal <laughs> no, experience. He, he was. He was basically pointing out the targets to me. <laughs> yeah. But my personal experience would imply that this was a. This was the demographic to go for. If the only thing that could have made them better would have been if they were teenage girls. Yes. <laughs> and but, even then, maybe not. But. You pointed them out because you saw the one guy kind of looking around like he was nervously, nervous. and he was holding flinching. himself. A lot it was, of it, flinching. He was holding himself. He it, well, it was, like it was chest, almost like his... he was arm crossed, except he only had one arm, and then he had the other hand arm kind of resting on the elbow, like up around his shoulder, like he was holding himself. It'll Protecting be okay. His heart. It'll exactly. be okay. No exactly. one can get your soul if I hold myself like this. And looking around nervously, and this was in line. <laughs> we weren't even in the house yet. Well. They took one step into the house, and the first noise, whatever it was, it could have been a chicken, the first noise, they flinched. 
I said, done. <laughs> so, so we get ten steps into the house, and I scream at the top of my lungs, and they duck. <laughs> oh, shit. And then I do the screech noise, and they jump. And it just went on and on. And then, then Red gets in front of me. <laughs> Actually, she. I said to her, go scream at them. So she gets in front of me, and... She lets out that blood-curdling scream. The one guy starts to run. <laughs> the like, other one is line. like, "Where are you running to?" I don't even know. <laughs> the other one is duck and cover. And the duck and cover when he's got like his arm wrapped around his head. Yeah, like something, like something out of Scooby Doo, like something Shaggy would be doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She actually his arm wrapped around his head, holding the other side of his head with his hand, like... Red actually apologized. She said, I'm sorry, I had to. You're just so jumpy, I had to do that. Oh my God. It was great. That was actually, this time, that was better than the old couple. Now, let me ask you, you. Red, is she yes. a scream queen? Like, could she be, like, a horror... Oh, I think like, so. Like, I don't know her... I've never heard her oh, scream, but I'm saying, like... blood-curdling Is that, scream? like... Because there are certain qualities to that. When, when if they have it, you have it. Like that, she has it. I'm dying, and this is the end of the world. Scream, kind no, of. No, actually, on. it was more like you're dying because it's the end of the world. Oh, scream. nice. See that? I man, she could make some money in voiceover. Yeah, she did it. She Mental did it notes. last year, and those people, <laughs> those old people, they they were far ahead of us. Yeah, they were like thirty feet, twenty twenty five. And that feet. woman, she wow. shit her diaper. That's awesome. <laughs> I have to remember great. that in case I'm ever tasked to do voiceover for horror movies. Which well, if you ever see her out in the parking lot, ask her to scream. Okay. Uh, uh, she will. She, she will. She, she would totally yeah, yeah. just be like, yeah, whatever. I'm clocked out. Yeah, I'll scream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm red and I don't care. Blah! That's awesome. The thing is, is when looking at them in line, I was thinking, it didn't look like they were there with anyone else. No. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, why did? Why would you put yourself through this? They didn't, yeah, really? Because they, they, they did they did not look like they were having a good time in line. <laughs> um, you know, it's only going to be downhill from there when the lights go out. <laughs> like, wow. if, they, if you don't feel comfortable now, you have some real trouble ahead of you. Hey, I got I'm it. trying to figure out, like, why did they pay money to come into this park? Maybe they room? like it. Though. Maybe it's funny or, you know, yeah, yeah. who knows. I have to say, before we end this, yes. have to say that one of the... Something new that I had never seen before... We went through a certain area, and they call it a scream zone, because there's people there who are going to try and scare you. Not in a haunted house, just on the walk to it right. in certain areas. So we go through this one area, and there's this cute young girl, what, low 20s? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, the, pushing a baby oh, okay, carriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and first of, the first thing that caught my eye was, that's an old old style baby carriage and i didn't even i noticed i, I noticed there was a baby carriage in front of the girl you but i'll be completely out honest i was like, looking yeah, at the girl. a woman pushing a baby carriage that was wearing a tube top too but uh i was looking at the girl i, I will fully admit <laughs> i was looking at the girl i glanced down at the carriage briefly and you were her demographic <laughs> on yes. me i'm looking at the carriage thing. on record with a little lace on here and we could just spruce that up and it looked fantastic <laughs> on record promy not a pedophile. Not looking at the thing. <laughs> Look at the check. Moving on. <laughs> Me, I'm a decorator. <laughs> That's a compliment. Not a bad oh, thing. Gotcha. Just saying, you know. No. Well, we get close to her, and the whole the the demon baby from inside the carriage jumps loaded. up. 
<laughs> it's spring-loaded. Did it get you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, look at those boobies. Oh, Boom! what the hell was that? That's not boobies it at was, all. It was great. It and was the funny <laughs> thing is, because we saw her later on throughout the night, cause, and of course, I was like frightened and embarrassed at the same time, because she keeps a straight face the whole time. She, well, she, I, I saw her, like, okay, with me, I know, I, I, it seemed like a straight face, but I noticed a couple times that she was doing it with people. Smirked. There's a little smirk like that. Hmm. Gotcha. And then back down, and of course, in my in my case, I'm like I'm embarrassed because I know why she got me, and I'm like yeah, she knows why she knows why she got me too. Yeah. And I'm talking too loud. I'm getting all emotional. Sorry. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Anyway, but then then there was also a wheelchair, a woman pushing. Well, it was like a corpse. They should have just yeah. made it an old woman-looking thing, but it was a corpse. But if you looked at it closely enough while it, while before, anything or if happened, you didn't yeah. pay attention. You would think it was she was just pushing someone in a wheelchair, right? And then the thing jumps up out of the wheelchair in the air. It's like a fake. couple feet up. It's on. It's on like like, the, a like in the cartoons. Kind of. You know the the extendable yeah. punching, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A boxing glove. It was kind of like that. It jumped up out of the seat and came towards you. That was great. Oh, that's awesome. The other one, the woman put no effort into it. You mean but, the baby one? Yeah, I've seen ah. that one before. It's basically she's got uh, like a, 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 a demon head. Yeah, yeah. It's a puppet, but it looks it's like a, a baby. It and, and, it's hold, and she's coddling it, right? Yeah. Right, but it it looks like she's holding the baby when actually this fake baby is her entire uh, arm. Uh, yeah, right. And she she could just you know reach out with this head at you, but instead, as you walk by, she went eh, yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh yeah, nice. And uh, moving on, but oh, the rest of them. Oh, the maintenance yeah. guys too. Like they had the guys, guys, the guys that were standing there in the little maintenance uniforms in the barrel. I don't remember that. Did I miss that? The, what like, they do? I didn't actually see something comes out of the barrel. Like the top comes off the barrel. And oh, something. really? And I, I, I only saw it probably. <laughs> I only saw it peripherally. That's Cookie Monster. My God, they're standing there. There's there's like two of them. They're standing there talking like they're waiting for somebody on a walkie-talkie and. Like the and then something comes out of the barrel, or the maybe, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it just clanks and the lid well, comes up. something I, I must. Yeah, something. I missed that. There. I missed that completely. They had they had it in that area, and then later on, you know how the the girl with the wheelchair was down by the Montu. Yeah, and they were down there too with it. Oh, okay. I missed that. It was completely. like a barrel on a. Uh, it, it's on great. A dolly. That's that's another one where you sit back and watch. Cool. It was. And let that be a warning to all of you, too. When you're walking through an area and th- things seem perfectly normal, but you see a group of people standing there watching you, you're, 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 you're headed towards something that's not good. Uh-huh. Before you know what? We ought to go to Bush Gardens someday with a couple rolls of quarters and just hang out at the, uh, at the, at the, um, the River Rapids. No. You oh, know where you scrape people? people? Yeah. You seem like somebody else who would be interested in that. Yeah, I like yeah. doing that. Yeah. yeah, squirting people on that raft ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, It costs yeah, yeah, you a quarter, yeah. but it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. These you're... idiots get on a raft ride and then freak out when they get wet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey! Hi! Yeah. Yeah, duh, I'm going to go. I'll okay, be right yeah. here when you get off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. You're a very bad man.
Oh my gosh, and we're back. And we're back. Thank you very much. Coffin Romy's lids. not back. He's sitting here with his iPod Touch. Cough, you get I, sorry, coffin lids. I think that he needs some shake on that with coffin lids. Anyway. Well, by the way, uh, Promi was searching all over for his iPod Touch. He did find it once I gave it back to him. <laughs> it was on his leg, and I just kind of quietly took it and put it Promi is e- easily <laughs> distracted by shiny things. Uh-huh. That take batteries. <laughs> that take batteries, yeah. exactly. <laughs> nice. Okay. No, you don't understand. I've been looking at these things since the first phone came out and been able to stay away. So the fact that I'm now, you know, in possession of one and I get to leave with it and it's not considered <laughs> It's a good thing. Yeah. So tell us about jury duty. Uh, you know what? Jury duty would have been so much better if I'd had an iPod Touch. Right. They had Wi-Fi because ac- they had Wi-Fi access, and I was actually and that. I was actually trying to access the Wi-Fi access with my DS and the crappy browser thing with that, and oh, that was just a nightmare. I I actually got called for jury before I was able to get connected to anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. You remember wow. how? You remember <laughs> how? Yeah. Probably just whacked himself in the mouth with the mic. You remember using how? My leg. Like, like when we had the DS, the first. The first time we got the DS, and they're like, "Oh, there's an internet browser." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Dude. And then we plug it in, and we're like, "Oh, no. nothing, no, <laughs> zero. There's zero I can do with this." Okay, no. moving on. Not bashing the DS because God knows it has all of our money. And, and the new one them. is supposed to be the browsing is supposed to be much, much improved. Right. I'll wait well, for the stolen version and yeah. that thing. Anyway, well, no, go I mean, ahead. no, no, no. I mean the new DS, the DSi or whatever. The browser and that the, it's actually built into it. It's not nice. that little cart thing that we had to use. That was brutal. Yeah. So probably you had jury duty. Yeah, yeah. sure did. Um, so uh, this is the funny thing is you know United Way has their day of caring, and that was on the 16th, and uh, I signed up for that, not realizing that I was already scheduled for jury duty on the 16th. Nice. So uh, either way, I wasn't going to be coming into work. Cool. And uh, so I call in the night before, and they and the recording says that all. You know, all all summoned jurors are required to report, so I have to go do that, or at least I have to show up for it anyway. So I'm thinking, you know, how this typically works. I'll show up, sit there for an hour and a half, they'll tell me to go home, and then I'll figure out what to do with the rest of my day off. Woo-hoo. <laughs> watch, yes, watch DVDs. So I get there quarter after eight, like I'm supposed to, go in and sign in, and uh, they ignore me until nine o'clock. <laughs> and uh, the yes, that's the legal system. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Then they uh, come out, and, or no, I'm, actually it was like a quarter to nine, I should say, because then they come out and they talk to us and they swear us all in. And last time I got called, they didn't actually do that, but they swore the whole room in. You know, it's like a movie theater when you go into the waiting area. They've got the theater type chairs, ex- except for the fact that it's like a presentation screen that you can roll up at the front. It's not a really a theater screen. It's and a little thing you have to fill out. And some of the questions are, you know, f- friends or family member in, in, in uh, the legal, legal system, or, you know, have you ever been the victim of a crime, or anybody close to you ever been the victim of a, of a convicted crime, and blah, 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 blah. So I fill all that out, and uh, they come on, they show us these horrible movies that are supposed to be funny, but aren't, because they're politically correct humor, you know. Right. It's the, yeah. I was the kind you'd have funny in on Dumb for 20. (laughs) Exactly. I'd be like, oh my. Corporate need that. Like like corporate training type humor. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, The best uh, kind of humor. Lights come back up, and they go, well, um... Usually, right now, the judges are all getting their dockets together and determining what kinds of juries selections they're going to need. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a little while. So, everybody be back in here at 9.30. Please use the clock in here because different clocks in this building have different times on them. 
Uh, so sync to this clock and be back at 9.30. So I'm sitting there and, you know, just whatever. I brought a couple things to read, not as much as I should have. But uh, <laughs> I read the Tampa Bay Times from com- front to cover, including all the ads, twice. Wow. But uh, as it, it's approaching 9.30, I'm like, man, Did I got to you have the Clearwater Citizen? Because that would have chewed up the <laughs> yeah. time. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so I get up and go to the bathroom, and I come back, and it's like 9.31. And I'm thinking, okay, they haven't started. So I go and I sit down, and then nothing, and then nothing, and then nothing, and then it gets to be 10 o'clock, and nothing. And I'm thinking, maybe they just came out and said something real quick, and I missed it. You know, that that minute I was in the bathroom. Yeah, you're like, did I miss something? Or? And everyone's just sitting there. 250 people were called. So uh, 250 people in the room with me there. Wow. And uh, about a quarter to 11, a little bit off on that 930 thing, unless <laughs> unless the clock they were telling us to sync to was on the other side of the room. But I'm pretty sure the one she pointed at said a quarter to 11. Yeah, the other side of the room in Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to call We're gonna call some numbers, and those of you, please re- respond with an audible yes or here or present or whatever so I know. So they go down the number list, and I get picked as one of them. Twenty-six people, or I'm sorry, twenty-four people picked. So I'm like, okay. Nice. So you yeah. get up and you go have this little system where we gotta like hold each other's hands, and everybody. No, like, no I'm joking. Oh, but it, but it was kind of like that. We're gonna stay in a group, and we're gonna go up the Pick escalators. Pick a buddy, and don't stray from the group. That that pretty and much was how it went. And uh, you go up a series of escalators to get to the fourth floor. And then we go in and we sit down and they talk a little bit about the case. The defense attorney asks us some questions. The prosecutor asks us some questions. The um, judge asks us some questions. <laughs> Lots of questions. Yeah, is what you're saying. Okay. But but e- each of them gets their own little selection <laughs> of questions, and they're asking. And then one of them's asked. The prosecutor is like, um, "The law states that possession of an illegal substance is a possession of any amount. Do you understand? Yes. So if someone is going to be brought up on charges for say, cocaine or marijuana possession, you understand that possession does not mean we show you a table with seven kilos on it, that possession is any amount. You know, in other words, we would not have to show you a physically large amount for you to accept. So they go through all this, uh, the questions, and they're like, okay, well, we're going to break for lunch now, and we're going to do jury selection at lunch. So we're going to take an hour and ten minute lunch, which may seem like a long time to all of you, but we have to do jury selection, and then everyone in the courtroom is entitled to a lunch break as well, blah, 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 blah. So be back here at ten after one. Now, can so, you leave or not? Really? No, you, you, have to. you could leave the premises at that point, but you had to be back at ten after one. Oh, that's cool. Right. But I didn't bother. I just went down to the cafeteria and got overpriced food down there. Mm. They actually had a little... The, the little cafeteria is nice. It's, it's like third-party places that rent it out. I'm thinking, like, who'd have thought? You know, it's like a food court, like in a mall. In a courthouse, wow! Hey, Especially This was a. This was also the criminal courthouse, so it was attached to a prison. And I was wondering if the, I was wondering if the inmates could order out to the <laughs> courthouse for lunch. <laughs> which, I can see where was them. Where St. Pete? Uh, Clearwater is uh, oh, 49, up, oh, okay. up on Forty Ninth. I've been there. Right. Yeah. Oh, Forty Ninth. Right across right. from the sheriff's office. Right by a house. Yeah. Okay. I know where you're at. Because there was a courthouse right across from the studio. Oh yeah, the TV studio is yeah, directly across from that one. And yeah. oh, is that where you were? There's at? the Clearwater. No, 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 no. no I was you're on, like right I was on 49, the Roosevelt, right, right, like just before yeah. the bridge, right, right by the house. That's where I was when I. Which do. where is when you want to buy is, a house right near the prison in case there's a jailbreak? You know, makes you can, sense. Lots anyway. of action. Anyway, yeah, moving, moving on. Overpriced food. So uh, we go back up there, and the and the judge is going. Normally, you know, if you're not picked, we would send you back downstairs. However, today, this is 
this is the only trial starting, therefore um, we're not going to really need anybody for any other trials, <laughs> meaning that if you get excused from this, you can just go home. And watch DVDs. <laughs> Yeah, but and uh, so <laughs> and uh, so, so he goes. So uh, continues because so I'm we're, not we need, we need a total of six jurors plus one alternate. So a total of seven people. The twenty four will be picked, and the rest of you can leave for the day. Juror number one, Nervy Scurry, no, please. <laughs> which of course is my real name pronounced backwards. Oh, uh, now you told them how to figure it out. Yeah, I know. Anyway, it'll be like it'll, it'll be like some rock and roll album, except instead of hearing the devil, it'll yeah. Anyway, um. So uh, I go up and wow, sit down. Wow, that's who Promi is. I thought that's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to tell. <laughs> Moving so, on, I, uh, sorry, so I go up and I sit down and I'm thinking, you know, those assholes, they probably waited till we got like three floors up the escalator. Actually, as soon as we left the room where everyone was waiting, they're probably like, okay, we just need to give them about five minutes so they don't see you all running for your cars. <laughs> and then we'll let you all go. Because a room of 250 people, and they only needed 24 of us for actual jury selection. Wow. As it turned out. 225 um, people got to leave, and you were one of the lucky few. <laughs> To go upstairs to be whittled down <laughs> to one of the lucky seven. <laughs> to the yes, and uh, and I was number one. Wow! So um, you should have played lotto. But there was this crazy woman, nice. and I I haven't told either of you about this. Uh oh! There's always a crazy. There's woman. There's this crazy woman, and she was downstairs, <laughs> and she seemed really pissed that she was there because she kept asking questions like. You know, this is my third time in two, in three years. How often do you know? She was thinking there was some mistake. How long mistake. till I can give someone the chair, Sonny? <laughs> Whoa, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but wait, save that thought. More. Save that thought. That'll come back later. Um, she's not it, much later. We're like at she thought, she thought there was something wrong because uh, she kept getting summons once a year, and they're like, "Well, it's once every year that you go into the pool for it." So she's like, "Oh, okay." I've never been chosen. Well. I've been once down here, once up in New York. Never. Twice in New York. I've never been picked, ever. Anyway, sorry. So, uh, how far (laughs) did you get, Mal, or uh, Man With No Name? I was on two juries. You were on the juries? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we'll have to talk a little about that. (laughs) Did you give anyone the chair? No. Apparently, that lady wanted to give somebody the chair. (laughs) Well, we get up there, and when we're going over the questioning with that, when they're asking questions, they have have to rephrase all the questions for this woman. She's just an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, regardless of how she must look to the prosecution and defense, I hope when we leave the room that they will do the right thing and determine that she's not good. her and She's not good for anybody. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, really. like, laugh at her and then make her go away forever. For the, for the sanity of everybody that will have <laughs> to be Baker the acted her. <laughs> <laughs> On the docket next, you, you crazy... Okay. And and actually, I forgot this little part too, which was uh, before we left, before they excused us to make their decisions. You know, the judge said if there's anybody that can't be here for the remainder of the day, you got children you got to pick up or whatever, 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 you can be excused and and sent to come back for another case. He goes, however, this is going to be a very short case today. This is not going to be a case that's going to take very long. We should be <laughs> through it by the end of the day. Yeah, like Ching. And uh, he goes, <laughs> and if you. And if you elect to leave and you get put back in the pool, keep in mind that we do have a couple of cases, and he rattled off some names. There's a murder trial starting, Manson, starting in December, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he goes, which we anticipate will last between one and one and a half months. And then following that, we have an embezzlement, blah, 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 which could last for three to four months. Here's and you the might, scare tactics. Like, you might, not, you might not get picked for those, but he said the average trial lasts between one and a half and two days, and this trial should be over by this afternoon. Nice. So... Really, you're better off staying, and I didn't care anyway. But like, so, hey, better than work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was pissed off exactly. when I got picked for a jury. I left there, 
at 4.30, which is like, exactly what time I would that's have about, left that's at work. That's about a quarter to – he goes, now, I know some of you, you know, there's important things going on, and some of you may have trouble focusing, and he goes, I want you to be honest if you are, because we don't want to select you. He goes, there may be a certain baseball game on tonight. And, <laughs> and then he goes, and, uh, you know, I think the office is on tonight. So there's a lot of important stuff happening this evening, and if the trial does run a little bit late so that we can finish it up today, he goes, I just want to make sure these won't be – He's like Joe. He's like being a smartass, and I'm thinking. And the defendant is sitting right there in front of him, but he's he's like Vinden. I wouldn't really be that comfortable right now with exactly. the jury, with my Your potential Honor, jury pool laughing with can, the judge. Can I make you leave and have somebody that cares about my outcome in life? But uh, yeah. they get, so they get done with the jury selection, and that woman was not picked. Nice. At one point, though, when they're asking us questions, one of them noted and asked her something about a murder trial, because apparently, and that thing where they were asking if you'd ever been a victim or you had somebody with police or whatever, she had penciled in a request to be picked for a murder trial. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. That's so great. Like, if I can get picked for something that lasts months and months. I want something try. fun. And, uh, as, and the ju- so the judge excuses everyone else, and she's like, well, this was really fun. You know, this is like almost like being on TV. So everybody else leaves and she stays and she goes, excuse me, your honor, can I ask you a question? She goes, and this may not exist, but I heard something about this. And if you can just tell me whether it's true or not, is there such a thing as a professional juror? (laughs) He like looks at her and he goes, "Uh, I'm sorry. And she goes, where, you know, where you do it full time. You're just as a, as a juror full time. And he's like, yeah, that's called a lawyer. And then, (laughs) and then he starts to explain to her how, you know, if we had professional jurors and it was the same people that were they constantly get paid picked, and they'd get paid, yeah. there would be a bias, there would not be a random selection. The mafia would get in and with my mind, you. And, and at this point, yeah. my mind starts wandering. I'm, I'm like, you know, like unicorns running in fields, and I'm thinking, oh, this guy is screwed. You're I, like, I, God, I wish right, I had my eye touch right I'm like, now. But I'm thinking like right now, my attention span is so damn short right Kinda now. Kind of like now's? Yes. <laughs> my attention span I, is so short, and this guy's expecting me to make a good decision. You know, I'm like, this this guy is screwed, because I, I, I can't even pay attention to this. Oh, believe it. And then she turns around and goes, well, is there any way I can get picked for a, a murder trial? And he's, well, he goes, well, uh... To be honest, he goes, it is a random selection. However, if you went downstairs and asked, I imagine they could probably put you back in the pool so you'd get picked sooner than later. And she, at this point, I think he was just trying to get rid of her because she's like, where downstairs? And he's going, um, uh, you, you know that room you waited in? I bet there's somebody down there. Like, <laughs> like he's just offloading her onto somebody else's problem, basically. So she leaves, and then he turns around and looks at the, the us sitting in the jury section and goes, "Now why can't you all be that incur- that that, that, that <laughs> excited and enthused?" <laughs> so we get on with the trial, and I mean, a lot happened with that as far as conversation and stuff going on. But the gists of it basically were: the guy was being uh, well, the guy was on trial for two criminal counts. One was possession of an illegal substance, uh, cocaine, and for robbery. When we got into the details of it, the possession of the cocaine was he had a used crack pipe on him. And the robbery was he went into a place called, well, I won't mention the name, uh, but he went into a grocery store and stuffed two T-bone steaks down his (laughs) pants and attempted to walk out. The total value of the steaks, $10.30. Two different individually packaged steaks, about $5 and change each. Wow. So uh, So all this happened because he had the steaks in his his pants. pants. Brilliant. Yep. So uh, the store had security. Guilty of stupidity. The store had security cameras. They did not have video footage of this, or at least it wasn't provided. 
We got slightly conflicting stories from the store manager that stopped him and the arresting police officer. Uh, so there were a couple things that were sort of weird, and they explained them. Police officer cute? Sorry, never mind. Go on. He was young. Uh, But uh, (laughs) one of the things that the judge made very clear to us, though, is is that in a criminal trial, it it is entirely the responsibility of the prosecution to to uh, convince us of the defendant's right. guilt. In other words, going in... until proven guilty. Proven guilty. And that means, you know, no preconceptions. If And they, he said, now, the beyond the shadow of a doubt thing is TV. You know, he goes, it's beyond reasonable doubt. It's not beyond any doubt, but what you have to determine is, within a reasonable level, if any exception that the defense is able to plant in your mind is accurate or anything about the prosecution's case that does not seem accurate that could possibly make this person guilty or right. make this person innocent. Right. If you have any reasonable doubt at all, they're found innocent, which right. basically means that if we're going to err, we're going to err on the side of caution. We're going to let bad guys go, not put good guys in. Right. And he, you know, he said, you know, and you can't feel sorry for the person. He goes, this is your only job here is to interpret the law, not to make the law, not to say, I think this is wrong, even though okay. this is what the law says. And, you know, so on and so forth. So all we're supposed to look at is the facts. Well, there was some stuff that was shoddy, but the thing is is that the officer had read the guy his Miranda rights, and then the guy confessed to everything. He said that that the crack crack pipe was his. He'd smoked it earlier that day. Uh, Yes, he did try to take the stakes, but he did try to work out a barter with them that he would do maintenance work if they would not. They'd let him keep the stakes (laughs) and not call the police. Um, The defense's entire argument was essentially trying to make us feel sorry for the guy. They dropped, they started asking us if we were familiar with the homeless situation in downtown St. Pete. When that came out, we had to leave the room for about 25 minutes while all the attorneys talked because they weren't supposed to get into that. Uh, so apparently he was a <laughs> oh, homeless this guy, person. Okay, I was just going to say, this guy was homeless. Yeah, and uh, they kept trying to argue that the officer had something to gain by getting this guy in trouble because he had an arrest quota or something. And that was why he was pushing for the, the drug thing. Uh, even though the prosecution had made very clear any drug is considered possession. Right. And the prosecutor even explained with, uh, or had the officer explain when they, when he found the crack pipe, instead of doing it as paraphernalia, he observed that it had been used and he bagged it to be sent to the lab for testing. Okay. And they, they said the reason that they do that with crack is because if they actually find a person that has crack cocaine on them, that generally means they're a seller because they almost never find a user that actually has it. And substance because they use it. Yes, they buy it and then use it immediately and then start fixating on how they're going to get more of it. That makes sense. And basically the, the picture they painted was basically that of a person with this level of addiction will use it, get more, use it, get more, use it, and pretty much let every other facet of their life fall apart. They'll right. stop paying attention to everything until they have to. For instance, they will stop thinking about food until... They're to the point of almost passing out, and they have to get food, right. in which case they do things that are irrational to get the food because, really, all they're trying to do is get the food so they can eat so they can go back to figuring out how they can get more crack. Like stuffing two steaks down, down your pants, pants and trying gotcha. to walk out of a store with security gotcha. cameras. So I feel bad for the guy, kind of, because clearly it's one of those cases where he's just on autopilot. Right. You know, he, he, it's, there's, somewhere down inside that body is a human being, but that's not what was what really did this. It was a messed up system, messed right. up thing that did this. Yeah. And I'm feeling, I'm, and I'm starting to feel really uneasy because I'm thinking, he's guilty. He's done it. But it's like you kind of feel sorry for him and you're thinking like, and of course this is defen- the, the defense's entire plan. Except for one brilliant strategy which they had, which was to try to convince us that taking the stakes wasn't stealing. 
What was it then? Well, according to them, it was removing something of no value from the store. And How could it have no value? It has a price tag on it. Yes. However, their argument was is that there are things in the store you can take that aren't considered stealing. For instance, brochures, other things of non-monetary value. It has got, a price tag on it. Yes. However, the, in, during the prosecution, they basically said that the stakes were a loss for the store, even though they recovered them, because after they'd gone into his pants, they couldn't resell them. Obviously, nobody would want to buy stakes that have been down a homeless guy's pants. They so the, had value till he devalued them. Exactly, but the defense's argument was that he devalued them in the store before attempting to steal them. Therefore, leaving the store with the stakes in his pants was not stealing anything of value. It was not and is not hurting the store at all. So you could open a bag of chips, eat the whole thing, and and say, well, it had no value. It actually, leave the but store. actually, by their argument, you could open the bag of chips and then just say it's open. You can't sell it, so I'm just going to take them. That was what they were. That, that's yeah. That's Brilliant. what they were trying to. Yeah. So, Brilliant. Uh, that's lame. But I and on there were two attor- there were two defense attorneys there. They're both from the public attorney's office. I think the guy doing the talking was maybe in training. Like, <laughs> well, because here's the thing: is the judge started off saying this is going to be a quick case, which again, if I was the defendant, isn't what I would want to be hearing. <laughs> like, this is yeah. going to be kind of open and shut. The prosecutor's like, this is going to kind of be well, open. Well, you and said shut. he confessed. Yeah, but uh, you know that. But that's not a good sign, though. When you when you're hoping for a slim chance of winning, and the judge nice. is making jokes about you know going home and watching The Office instead of being <laughs> here and telling you it's going to be an over-and-done-with case. and So, anyway, yeah. So we go back and we all talk. We go to deliberate. And it's really funny because they send you back through this little series of hallways that have right. doors that are all locked. Right. So nobody can come in and you can't leave. It's like you're a prisoner. And then a, and then the bill... Is this a timeshare? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it's it. It's a timeshare right now. With and a water cooler and a bathroom in the little room. Yeah, two bathrooms. Yeah. Two bathrooms. Yeah, and the phone, but we couldn't use... But they took the phone out when it came time That's to deliberate. Right. That's right. And the uh, bailiff takes your phones and personal possessions and sits on a chair in front of the door. It's really weird because you can see them out the window. It's exactly it's like in the movies when you know like somebody gets hurt and they're under police watch and there's a police officer sitting in front of the door so nobody can go in or out while they're wow. Yeah, that's exactly what it was funny. Anyway, so we're all talking and basically you know the decision comes pretty quickly, but it but this deliberation basically turns into a little therapy session because we we are all trying to convince each other we're not monsters for saying this poor homeless guy is is guilty. Of stuffing steaks down and his shorts. pants and being getting caught with a crack pipe. Give me a break. Okay. And so we go. So we guilty, guilty. We fill out the paperwork and everything. We go back out there. And how uh, long did you deliberate? Total of forty-five minutes. Oh. You know, because well, the thing but you is, came is that, up with an answer, and how soon? Pretty quick. But uh, the thing is, is there was like, the, well, okay, there was this older lady there that kept arguing the fact that he shouldn't get it because there was only trace amounts in the, the crack pipe and she didn't know. And, and it's like, they talked to us about this. If you, you know, just because you don't know the law, that's why you come. That's why the judge is there to explain it to you. He's impartial. We go by the law. We can't just say it didn't seem like that much, so it doesn't count because the law says any amount is it. That's, we're not there to determine if it was enough or not. The law says Anything is any up. zero right. we're not zero about, and up is bad. Yeah, we're not zero talking about is good. we're not talking about like how they measure intent to sell or anything. Just that they had it, but she kept whining about that. And to me, that's and to everybody else in the room, that seemed like the most completely open and shut part of the whole thing. The yeah. only thing that was questionable was a stake because that was entirely based on the manager's <laughs> argument. Well, and his confession. He said, hey. And his confession. <laughs> but the, there was hey. no tangible evidence. We actually had the crack pipe. In a <laughs> oh, you didn't have the yeah. steak. Huh? No, exactly. So the steak may not have been real. And the, and the defense did bring that up. And the prosecutor in, in, in cross-argument basically said, this happened on April 29th. Did, <laughs> would anybody in this room like to see the room temperature steaks that were in his <laughs> pants from April 29th? <laughs> 
Because now they're beef jerky, and they're being sold back at Price Mart. Oh, now they're maggot jerky. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, we go in there, and unlike on TV, the for, the foreman does not have to stand up and uh, say it. It gets given to a clerk, and the clerk announces it. But then they have to poll the jury. Like, juror number one, Mr. Promy, you know, do you agree with this verdict? And the whole time, the guy's looking straight forward, kind of dead to the world, is hunched over, looking like this beaten, downtrodden man. <laughs> like this he was the, on trial? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> this is the dude. only time he looks, he changes direction, and he looks directly at me <laughs> you as said, I say yes. Hey. And that's the only time he showed any expression or looked in our direction at all, and he looked every single one of us in the eyes as we said yes. To laugh at him? No. I felt, <laughs> I felt bad, because, you know, it's, when he's found guilty, the... Uh, Judge asks if the defense would like to say anything before a sentence is put down, and the, the the defense basically says they'd like to point out that he cooperated with the arresting officer. He's been a model inmate for the past five months that he's been in prison leading up to the trial. Obviously, he was homeless. He couldn't afford bail. And uh, they were asking for nothing more than three years three as a years. result of that. See, to me, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, it does. It, to me, it sounds like a lot, too. Like I said, I was you, thinking like... You a, asked me. Yeah. You asked me earlier. Like a fine. You explained <laughs> it, and I said, I don't know, a fine of some sort? Yeah. That's what I was expecting, too. And uh, court costs and everything came to $480, which obviously he didn't have, but plus the $10.30 to reimburse the grocer for the steaks. <laughs> and uh, the, the judge takes a look at his uh, record and goes, you do realize that with your history and this and that what you're charged with, you are eligible for up to 10 years in prison. Ooh. And he goes to the prosecution, what is the state asking for? And the prosecutor goes, 60 months, which is five years. Oh, okay. And the judge is looking at his record, and he goes, a total of 16 felony convictions. He oh. Goes, Two of which have happened this year. And he looks at it, and he goes, okay, there was one in February. I'm not understanding why you were out on the street and able to commit this. Okay, the second one was on April 8th. So April 8th, between April 8th and April 29th, he goes, I don't understand why you were, our system is down right now, so I can't look it up, but I don't understand why you were even on the street able to commit. He's like saying this to the guy, like, yeah. you shouldn't have been allowed out to do this to begin with. And he goes, uh, you know, with your history and he goes, uh, I think I'm going to go with the state's recommendation there. And he goes, is that okay? <laughs> and he looks to at who? The, the prosecutor. Oh. And the prosecutor goes, well, you know, this is this is definitely showing a pattern. Uh, it's Sixteen these from, times from 2001 forward. He goes, there's not. He goes, it is worth noting, it hasn't been an escalation in pattern because all every single one of them were for possession of cocaine and shoplifting. Is what he got uh, caught for every single time. Right. All sixteen of them. So he was doing the same thing. But here's the thing, and this is part of the argument that I was hoping to talk with Mao about before he left the room. Hopefully he'll listen to the show, probably not. But the thing is is that this isn't this guy's first time in jail. Right. He's a homeless person. He had three dollars to his name when he walked into that grocery store and a and the shirt on his back, nothing else. They're going to put him in jail. He's supposed to go on for five years. It'll probably end up being less. Oh, yeah. And then what's probably going to be the very first thing he does when he gets back out? Buy crack. So Well, shoplift and then buy, buy crack. crack. Yeah. So um, what we're going to have here is, is that in weeks or months or maybe a year, if he's lucky, he's either going to end up back in that courtroom or he's going to end up dead, either from overdosing or from a transaction that goes bad on the purchasing of his stuff. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking... Is that really, you know, an effective way for... I, th not even the bleeding heart part. First of all, 
like I said before, I was feeling guilty about everything that was going on, and I was thinking, I don't even want to think about this anymore, much less talk about it with anyone afterwards. Right. Until I found out about everything he'd done. Right. And then it's like, well, you know, I, I, the weight was lifted right off my shoulders there. Yeah. Yeah. I felt better about it. But then I got to thinking, the more and more I got to thinking about it, you know, prison isn't really rehabilitation. And this guy is perfect evidence of that, because what is anybody being served by putting him in prison? That means that, you know, like... The grocery store steaks are safe for five more years. Well, and, and he, can't, uh, he can't do anything to anyone else while he's high. But he hasn't, and you know, in the last well, in yeah. the last at least eight years that we know he's been doing this, what he's been relatively harmless. And there's a and to me, it would seem like putting him in the imprisoned environment is only likely to make him more violent once he gets out. It's more like more like pushing that, you know? And I don't know, it just struck me that it's kind of a, f a flaw in the system there where we take somebody who really has nothing to lose, put them in a room for five years. It's like, you for you or me, that would be traumatic. Oh, yeah. But for somebody that has He's no life, place to has, has no life, has no friends, has no family that cares enough to even see what's going to happen to them on, on something like, in a situation yeah. like this, they literally have nothing to lose in that regard. So sticking them in a room and telling them to think about their crimes for five years... That's free food and medical care until they can get a hold of their drugs again. All they've done, their only punishment really was was uh, taking his drugs away for five years. Yeah, really. That's really the only punishment he's getting. And then he's going to go right back out and start it again. And maybe next time it will be violent. And I don't know. To me, that's just something to think about. Because I've always heard, like, the oh, you need to be, you know, we need to look at their crimes and feel sorry for them. And yeah. to a degree, I understand that. But it always sounded like that bleeding heart, you know, well, wishy-washy yeah. bullshit. But in a situation like this, I can see where that would make sense because There's if they made an the effort middle. to actually reform the person to try to get them to do something else when they get out of prison rather than just create the same problem, as a result... If they want to. But if they'd done this before, maybe we wouldn't be paying for this guy's home and food well, for yeah, the next that part five amen. years. So we're going to pay to support him for five years where he's going to go out no better than he went in, likely to cause the same problems, have to go through the legal system again, and we're going to pay for it again. And, and what did you say about the hot dogs? And my comment with the hot dogs was is that if he, he he had three dollars in his pocket, if he'd gone in and bought a pack of hot dogs instead of trying to steal the steaks, he'd probably be enjoying a crack pipe right now. <laughs> well, and there you go. Yeah. So so I so guess. Uh, oh I, uh, so there's a couple morals to take away from this, by the way. So, some things to think about. Um, if you're ever arrested by the police and they read your, your, their, your Miranda rights, on the card that they read them from, at the very bottom they begin, it are questions. So basically they tell you you don't have to ask, answer anything, and then they immediately ask you questions about the crime. This is actually in the, on, the, on the card they read, so it's like by the book that they tell you you don't have to answer and then immediately pound you to answer. They're, if they try to tell you, you know, to cooperate or whatever, that will get you nowhere. Obviously, he cooperated. That didn't yeah. do him so good. At least yeah. one of the charges he probably would not have gotten had he not spoken up then, because once it's said, you can't retract it. Right. So, first moral is, is that uh, when the cops pick you up and ask you to cooperate, you say you want an attorney. Don't say anything. Second moral is Then they're is that, not supposed to ask you anything else. Yeah. Second moral is that uh, if you're going to go shoplift, leave the crack pipe outside somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, and crack is whack. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's about it. You know, just We're done. And, and if you end up in a situation where you're holding a crack pipe for someone and they're telling you to keep the ground beef warm, hang up. There yeah. you go. And that's the moral of the story. Don't hold crack pipes and ground beef for anyone. 
Who are you? I'm Mao. You? We have, Romy. We have no name. Chalablao and Nanya. Bye.